Hey guys, this is James. This is Corwin. And welcome to This Movie's Gay. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping that. <laughs> this Movie's Gay, yes. Uh, Corwin, this... why are you sitting like that? You are at such a weird angle. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Okay, guys, picture this. I'm sitting at 12 o'clock. I'm looking at 12. Well, Corwin is directly across <laughs> from me, but looking at like like seven thirty, like where seven thirty would be, and I don't know why. Seven thirty. It's more like I'm look. If you're twelve, I'm looking at like one thirty. Oh yeah. No no no. I'm saying I'm looking at twelve o'clock. So oh, okay yeah. okay okay. So then going around the clock this yeah, way. Yeah yeah yeah. I got it. I got and it. And I, I got don't it, I got know it. why. I mean, it's probably good for the the polar patterns for the mic. I'm probably not getting into yours as much at this angle let me scooch over just a little bit there we go but now corwin's like now i can bear no actually no this is better this is better for you corwin hey guys my <laughs> name's james as i said and welcome to this movie's gay today we're watching eating out yeah which was a request from my friend so we watched it also guys I just want to get into one specific scene because one, it's the longest scene and it was so uncomfortable to watch this scene with just, it was Corwin, Frank, and myself on a small <laughs> little couch. Frank is my cat. And it was so uncomfortable to watch this scene with you guys. Any sex scene would be uncomfortable to watch with you guys. I'm not just saying that because it's a gay scene. No, I'm not like that. It was just weird. It, it was also a weird scene. It was real weird. Uh, quick synopsis. Yes. Um, so basically, there is a straight dude, Caleb, living with his roommate, Kyle, who's a gay dude, who is in love with uh, this other guy, Mark, who lives with this girl, Gwen. Caleb likes Gwen, but then Kyle plans this thing where Caleb's going to be gay to get Gwen, and it ends up being Caleb and Mark dating, and then Gwen sort of in the middle of it being all weird. And, and then that car <laughs> scene, was she, were they having sex, or was she yes. just like, okay, because at first she said something about eating out. Yeah, so they I also thinking, mentioned the title of the movie so many times. Yeah, I was thinking <laughs> this is what it was. Like, she was standing up, and I thought she was like, like twerking on his face, like just rubbing her vagina on his mouth, just vigorously. Maybe I don't because know because that I don't think she ever like went down enough to be on a penis. I don't know, but they did mention later that that they had sex. So I get I don't know. Yeah, so they for they make this big old plan, and then it comes to head at a dinner they all have together where Kyle is getting jealous and invites Caleb's parents over to sort of trick everyone. Not just his parents. His parents and his little sister. His little sister is a classic little sister, like a shit bag <laughs> sibling. It's on par with the kid from Teen Witch. Have you ever seen that movie? I have not seen Teen okay. Witch. Teen Witch, you should watch it. It's a bonkers movie. But it has like a cult following. Uh -huh. I'm trying to think of other shit little siblings because Chet from Weird Science, if if he was a younger sibling, mm -hmm. that would fall into it. Ah, uh, I oh, I'm sorry, guys. I I'm I'm blanking on all of it. <laughs> anyway, it all kind of blows up in their face because Gwen comes out to Kayla's parents for him. And then the parents are so supportive and loving. And then they leave. And then Gwen goes off on Kyle about his plan. And then Caleb's like, oh, actually, well, I'm straight, basically. And then uh, Mark is like, oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't not like Kyle. And then Gwen gets Gwen with says this. She goes, so you pretended to be gay, had sex with my gay friend... Then with me, all in the process to have 
to be with me, she smacks him, but then says, that is the kindest thing anyone has ever done for me. And then they're dating. Yeah, and then Mark and Kyle get together. It's a really weird story, but okay. It exists. It's fine. I <laughs> I'm super curious as to what the sequels are about. There are a lot of them, and yeah. I don't think they like coincide. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, because I don't also, think they have the same characters. They probably they might have some of the same characters. Oh, we forgot about Tiffany, the random girl. Yes, <laughs> that uh, we also forgot about uh, what, what, Ronnie, Miko, and maybe what was the dude's name at that musical party? Oh God, I have no idea. I don't either. But that party was bonkers too. This okay, I I did I my notes are over there, but I remember most of my notes. I was in love with this movie until that long ass scene. So can I can I explain this yeah, scene? Yeah, go, go, go. Okay. So after the party, the musicians party is how what's his nuts explained it. What was his name? Mark. Mark. Mark explains like, hey, I have friends who are, they're all musicians, so they're offbeat, which means crazy. It's like theater kids, except all of these people were minimum 20 years older than Mark or Caleb. Correct. Okay. We have a friend named Caleb, so I just am We have had a lot of movies with with characters named Caleb. Yes. (laughs) So... Caleb and Mark then go rent a movie, but then they talk to Kyle and Kyle says, no, that's code for having sex. And was the handkerchief also code because? Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was throwing back to some, some old school code. Um, I don't know what any of it means, but I do know it's code. All right. Because then two guys who were with each other and were clearly gay because they had like a leather hat on. (laughs) <laughs> they are uh, a jacket on. I don't know. They also had one of those thick porn mustaches. Yeah, someone's going to ride that, baby. <laughs> so then they go back to the house and they watch the entire movie. Well, Mark is scouching up, uh, scooching closer and closer to Caleb on the, the straight guys, getting closer to straight guy. I'm not cutting any of that. Yeah, I'm like, I'm so proud of you for getting names right. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, but then you stumbled, and it's fine. So Caleb then says, hey, I want to leave, but then. Gwen calls. Gwen, yes. That's the one I I, I <laughs> did not commit to memory. Gwen calls and says, well, if you answered right away, that clearly means you're not fucking, which you should be calling me because I'm with, I'm at this point. Debbie's house and Debbie just had one of her breathing fits and I'm now in her dead grandmother's room which she then proceeds to have pretty much phone sex and masturbate on a dead grandma's bed yes okay so during this phone conversation she's trying to relax Caleb to have oral sex with which I that's not the intent in the beginning at least in Caleb's mind to have Oral sex with Mark. And this scene is maybe 20 minutes long. Would you agree it's that long? It is like a major part of the movie. I don't remember most of the movie because of that scene. Yes, if they would have trimmed that down to like a five minute scene, it would have been okay. It was very long. And I'm just like, this is basically a softcore porno here that's happening. And Um, they, but okay, It is so good that he said, the reason why I kept, so she talks with Mark. No, not Mark. She talks with Caleb and she's asking him like, oh, how do you feel? Is this good? And she goes, uh, and Gwen goes, oh, he's right next to you. So you can't answer. So I'll just do yes or no questions. Is that fine? And then he goes, yes, And it's exactly how Nicole says yes. So then every single time she kept asking, even if we knew it was going to be a no, we just kept going, yes, 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 yes. So during this scene, 
she's trying to relax him in a sexual way. It's very sexual. We can see her unbuttoning her shirt, you know, going into her pants. Uh, well, her panties, she was wearing a very low-cut dress. You know, something that, you know, someone in El Tigre would would wear. Do you know El Tigre? No. Oh, yeah, Corwin. Oh, man. That's something I, that's something I thought you might have knew. <laughs> Check out El Tigre, Corwin. People listening to the podcast probably know who El Tigre is. So in this scene, they just keep going. You think it's going to be over. With him, she says, oh, well, ask Mark to massage your neck. Mark starts massaging your neck. You think, oh, he's going to freak out, then go. He doesn't. Then he starts kissing his neck without him asking to be kissed neck. And then this neck gets kissed, and he says, oh, oh, is the mouth warm? And then he says, yeah, that mouth is warm. <laughs> and then, so weird. Then she Oh, have him unbutton your shirt. This is what Gwen's saying. He goes around, unbuttons the shirt, and then says, Do you want, she says, Do you want to lose it to your first man? And he says, Yeah. And then he starts sucking him off. And this is such a long ass scene. But then we got this joke out of it. Later on, Mark <laughs> says to Caleb, Hey, I just wanted to say, you're a cool guy. And then I go, hey, I just wanted you to know you're a warm mouth. <laughs> uh, I don't... And then, then he comes and Mark go gets a towel. And then when Mark comes back, he says, hey, you mind if I finish myself off? And then just jacks off in front of him. And as at, like it goes to Mark and then goes back. No, no, it goes to Caleb's face and it goes back to mark's face after he came and just sweat just all over his <laughs> face from it was fine during the the oral sex he wasn't sweaty but hey guess what his mouth sure was oh he's got God. a warm sweaty mouth <laughs> that just reminded me of all cheerleaders die from when? hey is it cold down there oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's like a freezer down there. Oh, the uh, ice box. <laughs> oh, my God. If you haven't watched All Cheerleaders Die, you should definitely do that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, that scene was very long. I also had a point of the sweating, a point while they were on the date at the party where they were playing two pianos with eight hands. Yeah. And... Like you, you look and you see like the piano, the people playing the piano are like sweating. You're like, okay, yeah, they're working hard. And then it shows Caleb and he's just drenched in sweat. Because he's nervous about turning the pages because that old guy was giving him the stink eye. Also, Miko was giving him the stink eye who was flipping the pages for, is the that other her name? piano? Yeah, I think that was her name. Yes, it is. Uh, so... <laughs> that was that was funny and that's how he got the handkerchief that he later puts in his yeah. back pocket oh okay so we had subtitles on because it even though it wasn't as quiet as things like vampire boys corwin started eating a sandwich so i did that might be why you wanted the subtitles on <laughs> but during the masturbation scene the subtitles were this moaning underscore masturbating <laughs> I just really like subtitles because my ears are not my friends sometimes with movies. So I'll hear someone say something and then I'm like, that's that's not what they said. Yeah. Or earlier when the movie started, before like before I was eating or anything like that, there was no other noises. I was like, what the fuck did they just say? And you're uh, like, I have no idea. I'm like, yep, that's it. <laughs> so let's get on the the opening. We thought this was rape. Yes. There was a very uncomfortable opening scene where a guy comes in he's like oh a telephone company or whatever and the girl's like the girl brings him into her bedroom and they so it's like the beginning of a porno basically yeah and which i thought it was going to be because i was yeah i, I thought they were know. gonna like film i thought they were gonna be filming something yes. or something like that but basically he picks up the phone and is like this isn't broken and then she's like she's like oh yeah i don't know why i called you or whatever and then she's like oh this is a bad idea maybe you should go or something like that. And then he starts manhandling her and stuff. And then they start getting into it. And you're like, this is very uncomfortable. 
There is no consent. And this is real bad. And I wrote down this movie did not age did well. Did not age well. Until she either farts or queefs. And did you not? You heard that, right? I didn't hear that. Oh, yes. There's a part where while they're having sex, someone lets out a two or a queef. <laughs> And then I was like, wait, well, they're trying to make this comedic, so maybe it's not rape. Maybe this is role-playing, and then we quickly understand that it is, and then she kicks him out because she didn't come, and he said he faked the orgasm, which I was... I always tried to convince Nicole that all of my orgasms have been faked, (laughs) and it's just impossible to say, like, no, yeah, I did fake an orgasm because... You can see that there's an orgasming happen, you know, with <laughs> with semen. Yeah, it was an uncomfortable scene. And then yeah. she was like, oh, I didn't get off on this because you weren't being aggressive enough. And I didn't believe you. You're too nice. And then you're like, okay. But it was still a very uncomfortable opening scene. Yeah. So be warned. If you want to watch this movie, that happens. Yes, it happens. It's... Still uncomfortable no matter what lens you put it on. What I thought was going to happen was they were filming something because I didn't know that. I thought in 2005, I thought it would have been widescreen. 2004. Yes, 2004. I thought it would have been widescreen and I thought it was going to... They were like, filming something. Because and then like, pan out and yeah, show like and then, the crew and yeah. the set and things like that. Yeah, I was thinking it was going to do that too, but that's not what happened. No, no, no. Also, it was a like a simulated widescreen for this back when people did have the square box sets and they just put widescreen in there instead of, you know, before movies, it would say adjusted to fit your screen. They just said, fuck doing that. Let's do the widescreen. <laughs> fit. You know, like my Instagram videos. That's how I do them. I don't know anything about that. Oh, I... well, our video that I did for to promo this yeah this podcast you know it said this movie's gay in the black boxes but the, it was widescreen in the center of our video yeah yes yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. this movie looked yeah I, it's dated it's I, fine i want to watch the other ones there are four more movies there are there are five movies total james was very excited about that so, so we will be watching the future ones i think i need a little break from the series oh, for a I was minute thinking we just do all the rest <laughs> all in a row uh, I, I, I think I need a little break from that. I need, <laughs> but Corwin, please. <laughs> we'll see next week. Pretty, pretty, please. <laughs> okay. Let, let, I love the slang that Kyle used. He used for seriously. He said serial killer. He also <laughs> said that's parfait, but I don't know he did say that's parfait, and I don't know what that is. I think it, maybe it's two thousand, early 2000s gay lingo, lingo. I have no idea. Then what's his face? Uh, Caleb says, etch-a-sketchy. <laughs> but what this... could parfait be? Like, oh, maybe that's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I don't know. Because most of them were very, like, serious serial yeah. killer most of them had that, so it must have been that's perfect, and it just went over us. I don't remember the line that it said. I got whatever he was saying. I don't remember what he was saying during that, though, so that's why I'm like, I don't know what it means. Okay, in the beginning, Mark and Caleb are talking, and Caleb is saying, oh, it must be so easy to be gay then because women always come to you and try to have sex, and he says, maybe I should be gay, and they said... Kyle. Oh, no, I was saying Mark and Caleb. Mark and Kyle. No. Oh, my God. Fuck me. (laughs) Straight dude and out of league. I'm going to say straight and out of league. So straight, out of league, and roommate. You could say straight and All of them looked alike. You could say geek because he was like, he was like, oh, I'm a nerd or whatever. No, straight jazz and classical. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) straight and jazz are hanging out their roommates. And he says, hey, I want to be gay. And jazz says, you can't just be gay. You need to do something to convince them. And straight says, we could stage a bashing. Oh, my God. It just. 
it just was so uncomfortable and like cut through. So yes, I understand that this is this was probably made by gay people. This was very aggressively early two thousands. Yes, it was them being <laughs> it was edgy. Very aggressive. It was not woke. Well, the just like everything with the hairstyle, the outfits, yeah, the the speech, like how they talked, yeah. everything. It was very aggressively early two thousands. Also, I wanted to tell you during the movie, but then I set it down and said I will tell you on the podcast. Straight looks, you know, when he's like just like blank face going like, yeah, he looks like a character that would be in the Dark Crystal. <laughs> just when he does that blank face he did that through the looked, whole movie because he made his upper lip you know like look longer you know below the yeah and he's just like <laughs> you know dark crystal right i'm aware of dark crystal yes Gay nerd. <laughs> baldur's gay baldur's gay <laughs> that's what we should start calling that. fantasy gay nerds <laughs> baldur's gay uh if i were gay i'd be a baldur's gay <laughs> getting flaming fisted <laughs> oh my god we should do a let's play of us you know it's like this movie's gay, but this video game's gay. This game's gay? Yeah. And we just play, we try to beat Baldur's Gate. <laughs> you would be so pissed off at me of saying, James, stop trying <laughs> James, to pick stop every... Stop that. Stop trying to pick every single lock that you see. <laughs> you have no thieves on you. I don't know Not why you're doing that. You booted Eowyn out of the group. I think that was her name. Emma Wynn, you know, I don't remember. She always said this, which could be problematic. She was a character, and it's burned into my head. She always said, you're a queer fellow. <laughs> <laughs> and then when you got into combat with the like, first buff warrior that you would have in your party, he would scream, wait until you see the whites of their eyes. And he had a little mouse saying to like... Would I think told them him to like bite them or something? It was it's I think it was Jim Cummings who was like Tigger and Pooh. I'm gonna have to like replay these because it has been a long time. Yeah, I just those things have been burned into my mind. <laughs> burned into your mind. Yeah, because you said that quote to me like one of the first times you mentioned Baldur's Gate. Oh yeah. Okay. So what else were we talking about? Oh, so the sister. She's great. In the first scene that she's introduced, he goes back to home and she's on the phone in the fridge and he's trying to like push her out and she just goes, I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> the sister was great. I she should see just if she's been in any movies. Bunch of like zingers, yeah. like right off the bat. She's... And I hate that I were I use the word zinger. That No, I'm fine gross. with that. Can you say the 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 tag ones that she said? <laughs> no <laughs> okay i wasn't sure she said no f back and f your it <laughs> or um, no f's back you know like you know when you say no tags back yeah yeah or no we, i guess got, people say no tag back yeah we got it yeah because you tag someone you're okay. like you can't tag me back because i just tagged you you got to find somebody else man i always played tags back <laughs> you're just like oh you tag me oh slap 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 it was just, just like it, slap each other yeah it was just slapping each other that's not fun that's... no i'm kidding we would play flashlight jail tag that was the best tag i even what is that explain it's, this game to me okay so it's i think it's just flashlight tag but there's a jail element in it what it, what is flashlight tag Do okay you have so to, like hit someone with the flashlight no uh <laughs> what it is is when you live in a cul-de-sac like I did, uh-huh, that was also bordered on a forest. Uh-huh. It was tag at night and how you tagged people were with a flashlight. You had to go and find everyone. Yeah. And the the it was always at Corey Sly's house, the baseball or the basketball hoop was the jail. So if you got tagged, you would have to go to the jail. But if you were hiding, you could run up to the jail and tag everyone out and then everyone would disperse yeah. back out and hide. My brother once, it was like 35 minutes and 
no one could find him. We were all tagged and he was the only one left. And then all of a sudden he starts running towards us, tags us all. And then jet sets. And we were like, where was he? Where's he hiding? And then we all get tagged out and we're waiting for him even longer. (laughs) And then because my brother's so like lanky and slender, he was just hiding behind a mailbox the entire time. (laughs) So after that, years like that we still played the first thing people would do is search mailboxes they said nope fuck that pat did it to us before (laughs) never trust the mailbox again it was so it was such a fun game and the first time we ever played it we were new in this neighborhood they invited us to play it and kids made fun of my brother and i because we put on dark blue robes and we it made sense because no one like it was yeah. dark. Yeah, you can't see. You blend in. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, just like these wizards are coming to play tag with us. I think like Brock Bowcamp and Ryan Wynn made fun of us for it. <laughs> uh Brock Bowcamp, good guy. Ryan Wynn, he was he was still mean to me throughout the entire time I lived in that area. I'm like trying to decide if I would have made fun of you or not. I don't I don't know. No, Maybe. you would have thought I was cool. Because I also would like sharpen. I would also do this in elementary. I would find planks like, you know, from not like big planks, but uh, like a fence, what a fence would be made out of, a wooden uh-huh. fence. And we would sharpen those up to make them look like swords. And we would run around the ta- like run around at night. Then we ended up getting cricket bats. And then we would do both. <laughs> so then we were like double wheeled. We were very into medieval shit and an RPG. Yeah, I would have been into that. Yeah. And one time we were hiding behind a car and we just like, I actually it was just me. And, you know, we were just, we weren't doing anything. We weren't vandalizing things. We did get into a period where hopping fences was very fun. So we would hop a fence, <laughs> go into a, someone's backyard and just kind of wait there. I'll get into a little bit of that after this. But I was just waiting and I was hiding behind a car. And then all of a sudden, I just see like the red glow of embers in the car. It was someone smoking a cigarette. And then they just, Uh uh, I like, it freaked me out. So like I ran away. But then the person like threw open the door and grabbed me and said, what the fuck are you doing? And I was like, I'm not doing anything. Then why did you run away? And I just said, I didn't know anyone was in there. And I just got scared. And he said, then go home and the the person was probably like 22. <laughs> Looking back at it, they were not old. Maybe 26 tops, like my age. I wouldn't have done that to someone. Maybe they were smoking weed and you scared them. Oh, that could be it. <laughs> that could be it. I was I didn't know. I was probably 7 back then. But there was this one house that we didn't jump into because someone told us there i oh i forget the name of it It, i think it was like the blue phantom they said Uh a ghost lived back there but looking back at it it doesn't make sense because it was one of the most beautiful gardens back there in just this normal suburb and back it had just hanging vines and it looked gorgeous well, that's why the ghost lives there. Yeah, it could be. How I now imagine it, and probably back then I imagined it too, I imagined it as like a Victorian ghost of like super <laughs> fancy. Yeah, yeah, definitely there's a Victorian ghost that you yeah. avoided. There, We lived by this high school and, you know, I don't, maybe not in your town, but there would always be like these side classrooms that were just fancy looking trailers. I mean, we had those. They weren't okay. fancy looking okay. at well, all. I mean, like just a a nice, like a new trailer. Okay. But ours our, looked like a shipping container. Okay. <laughs> no. Well, this was like something that would be on a construction site. One of those trailers. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. In between it, it, like there was a fence to like fence in, but it wasn't, it was like the main fence, then fence of the trailer but the trailer wasn't flesh like it wasn't firmly fit up against the main fence so they had to put a fence around the trailer sides so there was still like a little section that you could go into so we would hop that out and just hang out with our friend jacob lee's because it was near his house that was like the the meeting point and we would just have like these fake swords and i remember one time i showed him this sweet ass batman watch that i had nice that's a, that's a lot of fences yeah 
<laughs> uh, I forgot where we were on this movie. Okay, how oh, did the we little get sister? There? I think we were talking about the little sister. Oh, because of tags. Yeah, yes. yeah, that was it. Well, I'm done with that now. <laughs> yeah, the little sister was a lot. There were a lot of weird things that, yeah, did not age well with this movie. It was very aggressive. 2000, early 2000s. You're so 2008. <laughs> you so 2000 and late. I like the, bef- <laughs> I like when the the awkward scene started, like when they got the video and they went into Mark's house, Classical's house. Classical was like, "Oh yeah, make yourself comfortable," and by comfortable I mean take off all your clothes and roll over, roll all over the floor. Ha ha ha! And then straight guys just like, uh, okay. <laughs> And just what if like, straight guy said, "Fuck it." <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was there was there was quite a weird like dynamic. Their houses they were created. huge. They they were. I th- do you think this was filmed in like Nevada or Arizona? That's what it seemed like to it, me. Yeah, it seemed like one of those places, or you know, Bakersfield in <laughs> California it looked like a desolate place. <laughs> Yeah, there were like pine trees. There was a sign at one point that said Chicago, but it wasn't. It wasn't a. It was like on a building, on a building side. It just said Chicago. I was like, and what? Corwin said, "This isn't Chicago. This isn't Chicago at all." I do also have written down whenever Gwen made straight or like outed straight guy to his parents. The mom, oh, yeah, the mom and was like talking to Gwen, and Gwen was like, "Yeah, you know, I just always." I always end up like dating gay guys or something like that. And then the mom is like, well, she says, you must get that a lot. I mean, with living with Mark and your haircut, because <laughs> Gwen had this crazy like it was definitely a look back then uh, where she had like sh- small pigtails all over her head and they were like folded over so that they were loops. So she just had a lot of loops. It I'm was, going to. <laughs> it was. I don't know what that haircut's called. Gwen <laughs> Gwen did it for me. Gwen is <laughs> Gwen was a good-looking lady. Oh, I that okay, cuz straight guy thought the same thing. I was like, okay. I mean, that haircut was weird. <laughs> I was with I was with straight guy's mom on that. Oh, you must get that a lot with your haircut, <laughs> which like, <laughs> I I took I thought she was talking to Caleb and no. I thought she said living with Kyle and that haircut. I thought she was saying, Mm-mm, "Hey, your haircut." I think she said living with Mark and okay. that haircut. Um, talking to Gwen because Gwen was the one that was like, "Oh, I always, you know, fall in love with straight guys, or I always straight guys are always gay or whatever with her or something like that." I don't know. There was this big. There was also this big thing throughout about turning gay guys straight and turning straight guys gay and things and you know that's not a thing i'll turn a straight guy gay (laughs) 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 nope Uh, i should have said like i should have said i'll turn a gay guy straight i don't know I, <laughs> I was just trying How to be absurd. <laughs> it was absurd. Know. Yeah. It was very absurd. Because I'm not, I'm not an attractive man. <laughs> I'm not going to comment on that. I mean, like, I'm not, like, buff and ripped. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, you're no... You're. <laughs> Gwen had this whole thing where she was talking about Mark and she was, and Kyle. And she's like, Kyle, you're, you're not even a K-9. You're like a K-5. And then she's like, Mark isn't even a K at all. He's great. What? Okay. Corwin, give it to me straight. I'm what? Gross. What K am I? I'm not going to give you anything. What K am I? Nothing. Oh, not, just, nothing just pull at all. the band-aid off Nothing real at quick. all. Not doing oh, it. Please let me know. Refuse. Hey, guys, tweet at us. This movie's gay. Let me know what K I am. <laughs> uh, I got thick skin. And there's a video out, so they can see you. Oh, yeah. There's also a video of me without pants on. It's blurred out. Yeah, without pants on. Oh, hey, Don't guys. you have, like, an open robe on or something like that? No, I, I just don't. Oh, no, oh, you... and that one is that I do have an open kimono on, I think, <laughs> is what it was. Uh, but hey, guys, if you go over to Mostly Speak and Sentai, if we get 500 five-star reviews... <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, wait, no, I need to cut that out. This episode will not be out before that. 
Yeah. <laughs> that episode will not be out yet. So, and just keep wa- keep listening to Mostly Speaking Zentai. For Corwin's episode. For my episode, James has a challenge out there. Yeah, for five-star reviews. But five. hey, you want to know what? Give a five-star review right now. It'll, it'll work towards it'll pay it. Off. It will pay off. Trust us. <laughs> I don't... Sure, sure. We'll go with that. I'm going to prove you and Nicole wrong. (laughs) We're going to get 500. (laughs) Fuck both of you. (laughs) Just listen to my comments on that challenge. Uh, It'll be great. Nicole and I both, both of our comments on it. I also didn't understand that Kaya was like, oh, I'm not, I'm not in his league and stuff because I was like, they're all attractive. And they all look the same. I wrote they down. They all look the same. Yes. There was a moment in the beginning where things were happening. Where we were like, wait, which one was that? Wh- which which one was that? Yeah, because I thought, wait, is straight guy already dating Gwen? When did he start dating Gwen? And now, oh, he's kissing her now, getting a big old bear. And then I thought, oh, wait, no, he's kissing a British guy now? Or is he faking to be British? Yeah, it was, it was real confusing figuring out who people are. Oh, so... They so he didn't kiss the the British guy didn't want to kiss yeah and then that's Mark Mark was that is trying Mark, to that's kiss. classical classical was trying to kiss a random British dude in the closet yes wait it, Mark is classical right yeah okay awesome classical was trying to kiss dude in a closet and British guy didn't want to kiss so he went back to Gwen to confide in her and she said maybe your breath was penisy <laughs> and she also said. Oh, sorry, I was being a cunt and a half. Yeah, because she, her boyfriend was, they were making out on the bed, and then he was like, I think I'm gay. And then she just went on this big ol' thing about it, and saying then that she, she turned another one. And, and she said, well, maybe you're not gay. Uh, name some Madonna songs from this specific album. Forgot the album. And then he lists off, and then she says, well, what about this? And he said, oh, honey, that's from this one. And then she said, yep, you are. You are. And then she, but also was like, but what about us having sex yesterday? And all that. And then she, like, screamed at him in the middle of of the party in front of everyone about how he has eaten out pussy. (laughs) Corwin wasn't going to say it. I was not. I was just going to say the the title. Eaten out. Pussy. <laughs> and he came during it. Allegedly. Allegedly. There's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot of fake uh orgasms in this movie. Yeah, but how can like I don't know how a man could fake an orgasm. <laughs> I read something somewhere where someone was like, or was it in a movie? Someone said they just spit on their back. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> I've then I've seen that movie. Was that for this? I don't know. I don't know. There was something I don't remember where, but I've heard that before. It might have been on this so one hard. of these movies. I don't think so because I feel like we would have discussed it like extensively. Hey guys, let us know. I know there was a a tomorrow's nobodies, which I think we talked about on vampire boys too david sapp was in tomorrow's nobodies they explained how to do a houdini which is very problematic now but uh it it involves spitting on someone's back to make you oh no no that was the money shot (laughs) the money shot is you spit on a girl's back or anyone's back to make it seem like you've came and then when they turn around you do ejaculate like in front of them (laughs) i but yeah i don't know i could have swore we had something where someone said spit guys let us know if you know any just (laughs) we'll narrow it down i i've definitely heard it somewhere i don't know where but i don't know it's has this been the first i feel like there have been other movies where people were like oh i was faking it no at least not men saying they were faking it because i joke with nicole that i i fake orgasms and you would have talked about it extensively yeah well, our first movie about it. Fun. Hey, guys, let us know. Have you ever faked an orgasm? Male or female? <laughs> no, you want to know what? This one's just for the men. Let us know. This movie's gay <laughs> on Twitter. Oh, my God. Hey, duo There's... Grun Fox, let us know. You ever faked an O? <laughs> <laughs> There's a... Uh... Yeah, there was... I feel like this movie feels so short because we had that 
a 45 minute scene I, about that that had to have been thinking back on it it had to have been 30 minutes it was so what long else could have been in there but maybe because we're also attributing the dvd rental scene as that and yeah the, the aftermath of it which was him going home after i guess like getting his face rubbed on by a, oh, her vagina yeah. yeah him randomly like him going home and then them passing their cars and and stopping in the middle of the road yeah, guys, it's not loved, safe. Don't do that. I love the background music in this movie. It was very just constantly going on. Like when you hear a radio station and they're doing an interview and they have a bed of music, it was just a constant music throughout the entire thing. Yeah. Yeah. I don't remember any like silent moments. So uh, the only moment that was too. like awkward was the was classical saying take off all your clothes and roll around on the floor. Yeah. Ha ha ha. Wait, did we, so we didn't even talk about when Gwen outs him to his parents and the parents were so accepting. They were saying, we did, like, we briefly mentioned it, but yeah, they were so accepting, um, which was lovely. The but overly accepting. They were saying, <laughs> Oh, we must've been so heteronormative. They in said, the house. they said, how did our homophobia manifest? Yes. Because they wanted to know how they, you know, made their son uncomfortable enough that he had to have an entire party of people to come out to his parents. Yeah. And then they said, we'll go to meetings. It wasn't even a real thing. He never even told his parents that he wasn't gay. He just... Hey, (laughs) second movie. They left and and then it came out. It was... Yeah, that I don't... that, That whole thing was a little weird. But the parents were supportive and that was... That's important. Also, the mom just... Just shading everyone. Great. Oh, yeah. The mom wasn't having it with the daughter either. (laughs) Yeah. And the daughter was being real sassy. She was like, love you, gay bro. Yeah. She said a lot. We find out in the second movie there is a third sibling who is a brother. And she's like, hey, straight bro. (laughs) See, this is why I'm going to need a break from the movies because there was that that long ass sequence and i feel like the other ones are gonna have that too so i'm like we need a we need a little bit of a break between them you want to know i'll pre-watch it i'll let you know (laughs) you're gonna be ready for this one yeah i'll say dude i took notes already i'm down i i'm down for a second page of notes (laughs) oh my god what else do i have on oh so he there's a scene where he's talking to Mark on the phone and he has shaving cream on, getting oh, ready yeah. for this date. Then we see him at Gwen and Mark's house and straight guy has a full five o'clock shadow. He didn't shave. Yeah. he's. I mean, maybe he shaved and that's just how they wanted to portray his manliness is that he instantly had a five o'clock shadow again or unless he was getting ready in the morning and the date wasn't until nighttime yeah because they probably didn't go anywhere until like like around afternoon but if you're getting ready for a date you would you would shave right before the date not Um, in the morning i mean it depends on how long you have i don't know guys let us know shave like in the morning just straight up if i shave most of the time I i just take clippers and i'm like here's some scruff yeah this Duo Grun good. Fox, let us know. Also, Duo Grun Fox, I don't know your gender or anything about you, so I don't know. <laughs> Either way, if you're shaving legs, shaving your face, whatever, let us know, Duo Grun Fox. <laughs> hey, Duo Grun Fox, I, I don't know when Kingdom Hearts 3 is released, but I hope you're spoiler-free when you get that game. Pop it in a PlayStation 4 and have a great time. <laughs> Duo Grown Fox real is super excited for Kingdom Hearts 3. If I had a PlayStation 4, I would be too. God, those games are so good. Let us know in the comments, guys. <laughs> I feel like that was just like a weird like shout out. Like uh, a long shout out. Yeah, man. Duo Grown Fox on Twitter. He's dope. Or they are dope. Again, I don't know. Yeah, use that gender neutral. They're dope. Or I just what I normally do. Duo Grown Fox is dope. Yeah, just use their name. Yeah, I mean that's not 
I'm guessing Duo Grown Fox's name really isn't Duo Grown Fox. That's their Twitter handle, which yes. in this case is the only name you know. I exactly. So Duo Grown Fox, fine. I believe, is a Gundam character. I have no idea. Corwin. It always makes me think of Star Fox for some reason. I don't yeah. know. That's oh, me too. Literally every single time you say it. They did say their Gorma would be a fox. Because I asked them because they're usually the only people in mostly playing PlayStation chat rooms when it premieres. <laughs> so I, I've just struck up a lot of conversations with Duo Grun Fox on Twitter. Good. Good fan. I want Duo Grun Fox to have so many followers. So then since they always retweet us, it's going to a bunch of people. <laughs> also, Duo Grun Fox is really cool. And I want them to have a bunch of stuff. Uh, th- also... Dual Grown Fox is a, a aspiring voice actor. <laughs> you really talked about <laughs> Laugh into the microphone, remember? <laughs> Just tilt your head back. Uh, um, what yeah. were we talking about? I don't oh, know. Shaving. I had, oh, yeah, the shaving. shaving. Yeah. I think I'm all done. Wait, maybe you should try the normal thing first when he said that he was a virgin, hadn't had been with a girl or a boy. Which that, is also a lie. Yeah. Also problematic. Yeah. I And Kyle being very possessive was also kind of problematic because he's like, he's the one that came up with the idea of straight dude being gay to get Gwen. And then anytime he's interacting with uh, classical at all, then Jazz is like, that's my man, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, no. You don't possess people like that. He's a stand for classical. You don't possess people. I think I have one more. When he handed him the sunflower, he said, cool, it's yellow. (laughs) When they showed up at the the house to eat sausages. Yeah, those big ass sausages that everyone was throwing shade about. Hey, guys, people eat fucking sausages. I mean, was the entire meal sausages? Like was that it? That I, I know they had some kind of white jello. Yeah, which um, I which think, I guess is coconut. Um, which I think the the sister the tried sister to make was, a, a a joke about it looking like semen. Yeah, I'm that's pretty sure. Yeah. Which that sister was like 13 it seemed like. And right? Then, and then they invited Tiffany to dinner, the random no no one role playing lady. No, yeah. no one invited her. They didn't invite her, but whenever she showed up, they were like, come sit down. Oh, yeah. And then when they were having a family hug. Yeah, and she's like holding a dildo. And it's just like, what is happening here? Yeah, the dad said, said, you want to come eat? And then while they were doing a group hug with everyone after he came out, she comes and like kind of like does like a weird face. She does a weird face and pats them. And says, but I'm mad. (laughs) And then leaves. Yeah. Hey, guys. Is that it? That's it. That's the movie. Yeah, we besides me talking about the fence hopping in Duo Grun Fox on Twitter. <laughs> Thanks, Duo Grun Fox. Duo Grun Fox, I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> I tell him I tell them that I shout them out. You're getting lots of shout outs today. D U O G R U N F O X. Duo Grunfox. Follow them on Twitter. Also follow us. Yes, this movie's gay. Yes, and then you can also follow me if you want. It's core winning. Also, take a look at my theater company, Saltbox Theater Collective. We will be finishing up a show by the time this comes out, so you will probably miss that. But check out our next show. We'll have information on our website, which will be in the description. It sure will be. Hey, guys, check out Mostly Speaking Sentai in the description. It's there. You can find links to it. Also, check out I'll Get There, and I'll Get There is coming back with some more episodes for you. And check out What the Hellmouth. It's a Buffy the Vampire Slayer podcast that we do with our friends, that I do with our friends, TC and Anissa. It's super funny. It's it's very good, guys. Check it out. For real. We... Even if you don't know about Buffy, guess what? We barely talk about it. But we're watching every episode, starting with season one and on to the last. Check out my rap music, Marsh Land Monster. It's really good. I'm 13 years under my belt. Yeah, I progress every year, except guess what doesn't progress every year? My fan base. If anything, (laughs) it's gone down. (laughs) 
And also check out Mostly Play and PlayStation if you like or subscribe to Mostly Speak and Sentai on Facebook or YouTube. You'll find it. And jump on there and say hi to Duo Grunt Fox because yes. he's in there listening yes. and watching. If, and if you're watching hanging the premiere, out. You, you'll find Duo Grunt Fox. Big fan. Love that guy. Yeah. Or and then we, we got to do a whoever. let's play Love of, that person. Yes. We, or Fox. We don't know. Love that Fox. I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> also, we got we to gotta do a let's play for Baldur's Gate. <laughs> Just, I, we're going to do uh, this game's gay. Yeah. <laughs> or wait, you want to know what? If they're watching it, it is, it's a movie. <laughs> I, it, 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 People it, watching it, it is a movie, moving picture. They can't manipulate it at all. If they're, if people I mean, are watching it, let's play with this a, movie's gay. It's it's a it's a bit of stretch, but okay. A little bit of stretch, Armstrong. Ugh, look at these <laughs> muscles that he's got. Doesn't he not have muscles because he like stretches them out? He still has muscles, like while they're being stretched. Uh, not well, like, I mean, you'll still have the muscles, but when he's not stretched, he still has, he's buff as hell. But what happens when he's stretched? Is it just, just stretchy? Like you, you no longer see it. Like it stretches out, but. Stretch Armstrong. Yeah. Taylor Lautner was cast in a movie adaptation, but it never was made. <laughs> Why do I know that? <laughs> because the, I, I enjoy who is going to be writing and directing it. It was the guy who wrote and directed Kung Pao Enter the Fist. Fun. Do you remember have you ever seen that movie? Uh I think so. It's so good. I'll take your word on it. It's I uh Steve Odekirk, I believe is his name. I don't remember names. He also did th- all the thumb movies, like Thumb Wars, Thumb Tanic, the I have, Blair Thumb. I've never seen oh, those. Oh my no, yes, you need to watch those. They're <laughs> hilarious. And he I think produced Ace Ventura, and then wrote Ace Ventura 2. Oh, okay. Oh, and Bruce Almighty. Well, I know the director that. for that. That's Shadiac. He, I think he wrote it. Or maybe he wrote and, and wrote and directed the second one. I don't know, guys. Check out Steve Odekirk. And, oh, <laughs> and oh, on like Jimmy Neutron and all of those. Remember at the end of those shows that it goes, oh, and it was like a oh. monkey with a third eye up top. That's that's him. Yeah, that's his his production company. He co-created Jimmy Neutron. Oh, okay. Guys, cool. check out Steve Odekirk. I don't know why I'm plugging in. I don't know. You okay. <laughs> Are you done with your plugs? Oh, I gotta show you what before you leave something. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Bye. We forgot to say this is Corwin. This is James. It's Bye. This has been a Marshland Media production produced by James McCullum. For more content, please visit mlmpod.com. To support our network and have access to exclusive podcasts, head over to patreon.com forward slash mlmpod and sign up today.